Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on the home of the Afropolitan. Right, let's get into it. Vumile, how are you this evening? I'm fabulous, Sumitra. How are you? Good evening to our listeners. A very good evening to all of them. Afropolitans, if you're just joining us, I'm talking now to Vumile Msweli. She's our resident career coach. And we're talking about top skills post-COVID the world of work um, will need. Basically, what can you provide us with right now? If you have any questions, give us a call. In the meantime, Vumile, um, tell me, I mean, you know, how do we get ready for this? I mean, whether you're still considering your degree options or your this year's class of 2020, it's likely you'll be wondering how to set yourself up for success in the new normal. Yes, definitely. So, Samitra, it's definitely going to go beyond just academics. The, the skills that the, the world of work is looking for post-COVID are more soft skills, and I'm sure that's not very surprising. The number one skill is communication. So effective communication is now going to be the number one skill that most um, employers are going to be looking for. It sounds easy, but it's a little bit challenging because of our, 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 our attention share. A lot of us are more interested in our phones as opposed to engaging and effectively communicating with our colleagues. So that's the number one skill. It's interesting you say communication because, you know, especially when you have lots of youngsters in the house, it's, it's, it's difficult to get them looking up from their phones or from their laptops. We are bombarded with information. Remember, mm-hmm. there was a season where even doing things like getting on courses, etc. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, I have to pay for that. I have to make time for that. All of a sudden, you can just click on online you are and there's something recorded for you. So there's lots of digital platforms to communicate, but our communication is becoming very, very ineffective. And we're looking at stats that the average person at the moment has an 18-second attention span that for you to grab and be able to share that information as quickly as possible, as opposed to about one minute that it was about three years ago. So when you talk about communication skills now, what are they various? I mean, you know, communication skills is also like social networks as well. That's a form of communication too. Yeah, so there's three forms that we're basically talking about. One, be able to effectively communicate to customers, which is the stuff you're talking about regarding social media, advertising, marketing. That's that's going to be a critical skill in order to drum up um, revenue. The second is being able to obviously speak and communicate effectively with your within your organisation. This is becoming a bit of a challenge, obviously, with everyone working from home. Being able to build that camaraderie and effectively communicating as a team is also going to be very, very critical uh, going forward. And of course, the third is to be able to communicate business to business. So one is a business to consumer. The second is internally as an organization. The third is business to business. Great stuff. And then what other top skills do we need to be looking at? I know communication is right up there. What else can we be looking at? I mean, so many people have lost jobs now. So many people got retrenched. And a lot of them came from really, um, you know, from from uh, very physical jobs as well. I mean, tourism in some cases, very, very physical. You know, if you're a tour guide and, and you've lost your job, how then would you be looking for something close enough or something else? Yeah, definitely. We've got over 305 million people who've actually lost their job in 2020. That's globally. In South Africa, we've got 1.79 million people who currently are currently unemployed, unemployed because of COVID. So it's about being able to reframe the skills that you have into another into another form of of a current. And for me, the second the second biggest one is going to be problem solving. 
So you mentioned the likes of being a, a, a tour guide, for example, where you now lost your job, you used to be physically on the streets. Mm. What has that skill set it can, how can you translate that skill set into something that is in demand? Are you going to upskill yourself by being able to be, play in the digital space? Are you going to start engaging people to say, listen, let's, let's, you currently are looking to get people's attention. I'm a master of help, helping people detox. So let's see how we can collaborate. So people need to start looking at themselves as, in essence, consultants and saying, this is the skill set I've got. How can I retrace it to solve a problem in perhaps an industry that is not my traditional industry and norm? So a good habit that I like to do is if, if you were to open up the latest newspaper and you see a telco advert based on your skill set, how would you solve some of their problems? So that's a good place um, to actually start coming up with innovation. And we're, just, we're seeing a lot more of that starting to happen with various industries hiring people that traditionally were not part of, um, of the employee database. That's interesting. You know, today I had um, a discussion with somebody and we were talking about aptitude tests and life coaches. Um, and they were saying that, you know, they are so busy at this time because people have been stuck in jobs or, you know, have just whatever circumstance, right? They've been in jobs for so many years and suddenly they've now lost their job um, and they're pushed out into the workplace, but they have no idea um, of what to do. And some of them are actually looking for help. They they want somebody to guide them, give them some direction. You know, it's it's basically making an assessment of your strengths and your weaknesses. What are you good at? Exactly what you are saying. Um, I mean, I think these, uh, you know, these these tools are very useful, but I also believe that they're really expensive. But I mean, how good is it to actually sit down and do like a SWOT analysis and find out, you know, what, what are my strengths and weaknesses? What can I do? Um, and, and what can I take to the workplace? I think it's critical. Obviously, I'm a career coach, so I've also seen quite a spike in people coming for that second act. Mm. They with me, I've got this lump sum. Financially, what should I be doing? Business-wise, what should I be doing? Because I actually have never thought I would never not work for such and such a company because I've been there for 19 years. So I think investing in, in a session with a coach is absolutely critical. Should you find yourself in a space where you're unable to invest in a coach, there are a number of online um, personality tests that could start. Um, also looking at your strengths and weaknesses and also your basic personality type is a good place for you to see, oh, actually, what could I enjoy? And the question I always like to ask my clients and they say, for me, I don't know where to start. What did you dream of doing when you were a child? Mm-hmm. I joke about that I used to want to be in South Africa, as chatty as I am. And that's only because I really wanted to speak well. I didn't know there was a thing called public speaking or coaching. I was like, they get to dress up, they get to have their makeup done, and, and everyone listens to them. I'm like, all so glamorous. <laughs> oh, it's so glamorous. And now I get to have the same thing in the comfort of my own home without having to lose any weight. So remembering where it is that you wanted to be as a child is often a good indicator as to why did you want those jobs. If you wanted to be a policeman, you probably wanted to protect. You probably wanted to serve others. Mm. So how can you look at your skill set now as well as what used to be a passion for you to stop pointing you into the right direction? But of course, invest in a career coach that can help guide you during this, uh, you know, these very turbulent times. Are there any interesting jobs that have come up after COVID, post-COVID? I mean, well, I know I it's not completely gone, but I mean, uh, maybe post lockdown or level one, then, two. You know, we yeah. there's so many levels to get through. Oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not counting it until we back at freedom, and I'm on an airplane back to Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> be level you one and I both. Days. 
Yeah. So I think there have been some interesting jobs, specifically around um, the HR space. We're starting to see um, the rise of the gig manager. So that's someone who is in essence hired to help facilitate people who are on contract. And are they just for project basis? We've spoken about the gig economy. We're starting to see gig managers coming in. We're also starting to see um, the work from home coordinator. So this is a job that didn't exist prior. So this person is in essence responsible for making sure that every single employee has got good access to networks. Mm-hmm. What, what, what are the backup plans when uh, when electricity goes out, which I'm sure is something we never thought would, would be having to worry about. But ensuring connectivity and social distancing safe hubs where work can continue. Um, so it's interesting to see that there's those sort of roles coming on. And we're also starting to see a rather increase in copywriters moving into the CV writing space. I suppose it makes sense to use the market here mm-hmm. to help market individuals. So there's also been an increase in, um, in CV writing and resume writing as people are redefining themselves and repackaging their skill set for, uh, for life post-COVID. So, so interesting. You know, there's always... There's always life. There's always something that comes after. So, you know, we mustn't, we mustn't live in despair. Um, uh, it will, it, you know, this too shall pass and we will yeah. find something. Vumile, always great to talk to you. And please stay tuned because we do have a Miss South Africa coming up shortly. Tell I us where to find you. I definitely will be tuned. As usual, <laughs> the conversation continues on our social media streets. Please get me at Vumi Nswedi, V-U-M-I. S-W-E-L-R and LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter as well as Instagram or reach out to us at Hesed Consulting in case you're looking for that support during this transition. I think that's great, Vumile, because, you know, people can also see you and, you know, people stuck, also young people getting into the workforce. Um, if they need some career guidance, I think you would be a great person to speak to as well. Definitely always happy to help. Thank you for having me, Sumitra. Take care, Vumile. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Rewinding, Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.